Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 11 in the book of 2 Thessalonians. We're in on a subject about working, about the willingness to work specifically. specifically. And uh, Paul, Timothy, and Silas are in a section where if you find a person that's not willing to work, then allow that that person not eat anything. Now, they've already put themselves as excellent examples of this. They're non-idle, they're toiling and laboring, they're working day and night. In fact, we made the point yesterday that this whole second missionary journey, one of the most famous, if not the most famous missionary journey of all time, was done on an amateur basis. That is, they they self-supported it rather than getting support from other words. They, they kept themselves in their amateur status rather than being quote-unquote professional. All right. The point of today's story is that there is a moral value to work, and that is that it, it's better to be willing to be a worker than not willing to be a worker. So not all thoughts about working hold equal value, and they're going to teach us about what ones we should be holding. The concern is that there's a group of people in their community who have the ability to work but are unwilling to work, and this results in idleness. This is not being busy at work. Well, the problem here is that also then leads a slippery slope, and the slope it leads to is being a busy body. And the concern there is that what that means is someone that is intrusively uh, busy, that is a meddler, that's paying attention to something they shouldn't be concerned about. So it's a person who has concerns without contributions. It's a person that has positions without productivity. It's a person that has critiques without capacity. It's a person that has views without the value added. It's a person that has opinions without output. So let's read the passage. This is from 2 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'll start where I left off yesterday from uh, chapter 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, excuse me, verse number 10. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. What a brutal passage. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. There's the big concern. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. All right. So there's, there's, think of two different groups of people here. There's the person that's not willing to work, and then there's the community, and each of them has is supposed to have a response today. So my uh, title today is More Work and Less Words. That specifically uh, addresses the brother that doesn't want to work. But the community has a charge today uh, as well. Okay, the big the big passage, the marquee passage, is uh, if anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. And that is to allow the natural consequences to the unwilling. A question that the brother in the community should be asking is, whose bread am I eating? The next question is, and I am unwilling to work. If your bread comes from yourself, you know you're on the right track. 
the concern here is that if you're not working, then you'll have a tendency, this worklessness, this idleness will lead to busybodiness, which is a problem not only of the tongue, but of the heart. And it is solved by earning your own bread, eating your own bread, and doing so, the answer is quietness. So the busybodiness has this activity of the mouth yik-yakking in a place it shouldn't be, and the answer is working and being busy at work and quietness. So what happens with the tongue with worklessness is important, and it's commanded encouragement to the non-working person is to ask, whose bread are you eating? Are you unwilling to work? Are you walking in idleness? Are you earning your own living? Are you eating your own bread? If not, then do your do work, do it quietly, uh, be busy at work, and walk in the busyness of work, not in the busybodiness of idleness. So be willing to work. So that's on one side. The other thing is to the Christian community. Now, this is not compassionlessness that we're talking about here. This is this is benefiting the people that are erring in this way. So the first thing to do is discernment. The ask, does this person have the ability to work? Like, you know, like most most people do. And then this is not being uncompassionate to the person. This is having natural consequences. Uh, Churchill said something something like, uh, there are those who are unwilling to work and those who allow them not to work. And so the idea here is don't be a Christian community where this is okay. So number one, discern the worklessness. And remember, the Lord has always had a heart for the the widow, the orphan, the foreigner. Um, So this is not compassion in in that regard. This is a discerning of worklessness where a person has the ability but doesn't want to work. And the problem is it's going to result in something bad in their soul and in their tongue and in your community. So there's a solution, which is to stop intervening to fixing their hunger and stop allowing to eat others' bread and allow them to earn their own, uh, own bread. And if necessary, even keep away from that brother. Use the power of fellowship in this regard. It's an acknowledgement of the authority of Paul and the danger of not doing this right. So it's the big subtext is to acknowledge the blessing and benefit of work for the community and for the individual. So in summary, if anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. So the community means to keep away from that brother that might be walking in idleness and let them suffer the consequences of that. To the individual, it's the call to eat your own bread. Don't walk in idleness. Don't walk in busybodiness. Follow the example of Paul, Timothy, and Silas, who day and night toiled with their hands, uh, and then do so quietly. So in conclusion, to have more work and less words uh, rather than walking in idleness. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.